0: Welcome to Apura Madre Unfiltered. I'm your host, Amando Rodriguez. I'm a mom of four boys, a previous educator, and now a stay-at-home mom working as a life coach. This is a place to come and get inspired and motivated and hear stories you can relate to and just see we don't always have to have our shit together. So come and join me as I share about living life apura Madre. Our brains are so complex. And sometimes we tend to do things in our present moment that our subconscious is having an effect on it. Your past subconsciously affects your present. Today, I want to talk to you about how many of the traumas that you may have had in the past, or maybe you don't see them as traumas, maybe they're not really traumatic, but they have an effect And the things that you presently do. So you need to uncover those subconsciously things that your brain is doing to better yourself. So one big thing that I've been telling myself um, lately to help me get out of my brain. Because your brain can constantly be telling you things that are not necessarily true. Is what you say you will believe you will become. So when my brain goes into these negative comments in my head or my anxious brain, I say to myself, what you say you will believe you will become to change the narrative in my brain. It is so hard. Yes, it is. It's something that we all struggle with. And today I want to talk to you about how Some of the things that you tend to do that maybe um, you don't like about yourself, we all have things that we don't like about ourselves, is not necessarily your fault, but it's your subconscious brain that makes you act that way. And your subconscious brain is basically in drama mode of things that happened in the past. And you may be thinking, well, how am I supposed to fix something that happened in the past? How am I supposed to fix something that I don't even know that I'm thinking about? But here's the thing. Your brain leaves clues. So if you are constantly anxious about something, you can start to see a trigger, a pattern to why you're getting anxious about the situation. So little backstory, um, we went to Austin a couple of weeks ago to celebrate my husband's birthday. We hadn't had left our kids in over almost four years ever overnight. And I only have one babysitter that I trust. And the only reason I trust her to babysit my kids is one, because she used to be my oldest daycare teacher. And two, she's had background checks and she's always around kids. So in my mind is if she's had a background check, someone has hired her to pay her in a daycare to take care of kids, she should be okay with my kids and I've known her for years. My oldest is eight now, and she has been babysitting my kids on and off since he was 18 months. She's my only babysitter. (laughs) So why I say this is because my subconscious of things that have happened in my past affect my present. You're like, well, a lot of people are very, you know, overprotective about their kids. Yes, they are. But I am so overprotective over my kids that sometimes it causes arguments with my husband. Like, I don't even trust sometimes even my own siblings, my own parents, his siblings, to take care of my kids. Like, that causes an argument. So um, I'm sorry if you guys are listening to this, but now you're going to know why. So when we were younger, when I was about seven years old, my brother ended up becoming ill due to medical my practice. Um, he had a very high fever. Uh, again, I was in, about in second grade. My parents took him to the ER. They gave him some kind of medication in the ER. They sent them back home. But because he was so dehydrated, um, the medication didn't do well with his body. And the doctors actually made the mistake of giving him the dosage of an adult male versus a two year old. He was about two at the time. So about an hour and a half after my parents got back, um, he went into into shock, His, his whole body basically stopped. My mom had let me be in charge of him while she went to go get the medication at Walgreens Don't worry, my dad was still home, but she just told me, hey, just give him the bottle before you go on the bus so he's okay. Well, my dad and my brother fell asleep or at least I thought they were asleep on the bed and I went to go tell my dad, hey dad, the bus is here already, here's the bottle. Turned on the lights, I find my brother black and blue on the bed. My brother was dead. So I called 911 and had to see everybody revive my brother in our uh, living room floor. And now that I see it, it was years that we basically lived with nannies, family members taking care of us, like people in and out, people in and out. Was this something that my parents could control? No, their child was ill. Is it me being selfish, like saying like, you know, this traumatized me? No, everybody takes different experiences in a different way. That experience affected my other siblings in different ways, but I'm telling you how it affected me. So now that I have kids, I see the things that happened when I grew up that are affecting me how I raise my kids. I hate leaving my kids alone with other individuals that is not me for different reasons. We had some crazy babysitters. Some crazy babysitters that traumatized us. One that used to lock us in the closet. My mom didn't necessarily believe us because me and my older sister were crazy too. I would have locked myself in the closet, right? But I don't feel comfortable leaving my children alone with other people because I guess, quote unquote, I was traumatized from the things that happened to us when we were younger and growing up. As parents, we try to do the best that we can do. And sometimes we don't even notice that the things that we are doing may be affecting our kids in a negative way. So this in turn also is why I don't like leaving my kids alone, because then my brain goes into that anxious mode. It's like, what if I leave them alone? And they're having like, Feelings that, you know, their parents are abandoning them, that their parents don't love them. Like all these crazy things that are not true. They're not true. But because I had my own experiences, whenever I go to leave them alone, especially like an overnight trip or things like that, my brain goes in that that mode because my subconscious brain is telling myself lies that are not true. Right? How many of you guys have had an experience where something has happened in the past that now affects your future decisions when you do something? All of us. All of us have had some kind of experience like that. So, now how do you fix it? How do you get better from it? How do you let it not, you know, control your life? you have to be conscious of the things that you are doing. So for me, and this is, works for a lot of people too, is you have to journal about it when you see those triggers. So my trigger is like leaving my kids overnight or leaving my kids for an extended period. Like even when we go out to dinner dates, my husband already knows every 30 minutes, I'm checking my phone and texting my babysitter, even though I love her. And she always tells me, "Miss Amanda, Leave your phone in the car or stop texting me. We are perfectly fine. But I have in my brain like something crazy is going to happen and I'm not home, right? Like something happened to my brother, which was a freak accident that doesn't happen every single day. But because that did happen, my brain automatically goes to all the crazy things that could happen. That's an anxious brain anxiety. So I've learned to journal about the triggers that I'm having. And this is something that you can do too. If you have something that that kind of like comes up every single time and it's your trigger, journal about it. So for me, I wrote down, why do I have such a hard time leaving my kids with people that I trust? Because it's not that I don't trust my babysitter, it's not that I don't trust my siblings and my parents, it's not that I don't trust my husband's siblings, I have trust issues leaving my kids anywhere with anyone. So I journaled about it. So writing that question down, why do I have triggers or trust issues leaving my kids with other individuals? And you answer the question. But your first answer is very superficial. So you have to keep on peeling out the layers. I say, okay, because I don't feel comfortable them being able to take care of them as well as I could. But why is that? And I peel back the layer. Because I feel like if something goes wrong, my kids are going to feel like I wasn't there for them. Well, why is that? So keep um, unpeeling the layers and the layers and the layers and the layers until you get to the root cause of what happened in your past that is basically affecting your present. When you are able to uncover the root cause of that experience of it affecting your present, then you are conscious when this occurs again. And you can train your brain to tell your brain, it's a liar. And that is not true, right? So for me, whenever we go out, so my brain doesn't go in anxious anxiety mode, is I tell myself, our babysitter is amazing. She's been taking care of our kids since my, lo- my oldest was 18 months. He's now eight. That's going on six years now. Why is it a lie that she can't take care of the kids as best as I could and she's not capable in case they get injured? My kids get injured with me all the time, too. They are crazy, active little boys. Told you guys before, we've had to go to the ER for stitches and staples before because they're jumping around being crazy little kids. Why is that a lie? Because she's had training. She works at a daycare, she has to take care of about 15 kids. Versus four of mine, she can handle it, right? And it makes me feel a little bit better. It makes me not have an anxiety attack. So if you are dealing with a lot of emotions that are your triggers, that affect your presence, sit down and journal about it and uncover the reason why. So yes, your past does affect your present subconsciously, but you can learn how to acknowledge it. And if you are constantly doing something that you don't like how you react to things, you can change that by being conscious of how your brain is working. And the way that you can do it is by journaling it out and uncovering what is that trigger? Where is it coming from? Why are you thinking that way in the present moment? What happened in the past that is currently affecting your present? So I hope this episode helped you in some way. And if it did, and you think that you can share with somebody else, it might help them too. Tag me in your stories at It's Amanda Q. Rodriguez. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss another episode. Thank you for listening to Apura Madre Unfiltered.